Hello and welcome to Have You Registered for Noosa on the Park Run Life channel. I'm your host, Luke Morris, with my guest, Stacey Harfield, who is a first finisher at the, uh, was it Clyde's on Clyde, Cascades on Clyde? Are we still talking about that? Cascades. I'm going to give you the kudos there. Okay. And and our special guest, or not really a special guest, a, a, a finally emergence, maybe? Because we've talked about Annette a lot. Annette Lalo's here, who is a parkrun volunteer 85 times, Annette. That is big kudos for you. Good on. Thanks, Welcome. Luke. Thank you. What's, nice your favorite, be... what's your favourite thing to volunteer for? Um, I think I'm going to say finish tokens. Oh. My least favourite is photographer. <laughs> I've never done that. I'm oh, too scared. I'm going to stuff it up. Yeah. It's a scary volunteer role, believe me, stays. Yeah. Yeah. Why is photography or barcode because or... people are very particular about the photos that you upload on Facebook about when they're running. And some people don't do a good running photo. And that's a topic we should talk about <laughs> another day, maybe. But, you know. I think once we put in the, the uh, group chat, okay, show us your worst running photo. And I have heaps. <laughs> it's very hard to get a good photo of me running because I usually look very pathetic and my feet are both on the ground and I actually don't even look like I'm running. I probably it's have a lot, yeah, I it's probably a lot have of pressure. Bad running photos than you, Stace. Because sure. you've been running longer. <laughs> you've got some amazing running photos, Annette. Both feet off the ground. She's always smiling. Her hands are up. I was the, just the pistols when she had the guns out doing the yeah, two the guns bleeding, out. bleeding from the legs. Pist- pistols up, muscles showing. <laughs> that was two Sliding days. down. That was two days. Yeah, yeah. that was blood dripping off onto the leaves. Like it was very dramatic, but classy. Oh, I'm a yeah. bloody woman there. Good That's why I avoid being a photographer, though. I'm not sure I could probably capture that moment <laughs> while on other people. You'd capture the moment where they're on the ground, bleeding, fallen, but not those victorious moments. No, not quite. <laughs> um, so how, is your, how have you been, Annette? You've been overseas. You've done heaps of stuff. I have. I've had, uh, yeah, a pretty amazing journey over the last month or so. Um, ran Boston Marathon mid-April um, and from there went on to do Big Sur Marathon uh, 13 days later. And, yeah, it's been a pretty amazing journey. It's taken me um, – I started with Sean in January 2020 um, with the hope of running a Boston qualifier at Gold Coast in the July 2020. And then COVID set in. That didn't happen. Um, no, but we, we ran to Ralgan instead. We ran to Ralgan instead. We <laughs> still training Stacey because that would have been very bad form. So we were certainly on top of our game there. Um, and then we got to... Yeah, January 2021, and we thought, oh, yeah, we'll, like, take this six months lead up into Gold Coast, um, run a qualifier. The plan was then, like, run the qualifier for Boston. What is the qualifying Um, It's age-based. So um, for my age category, I needed a 405. So I was hoping to run a 355 sort of minimum, like max. Um, have it say minimum 10 minute or max 10 minute leeway. Um, my previous best marathon time before I started with Sean was a four hours and nine, and then at Taralgon Manor 329, which was yeah, so what is it? That's uh, yeah, 40 minute PB. That's amazing, that's a big chunk off, yeah, massive chunk. Um, so yeah, we got to within. 
like actual marathon week for Gold Coast in 2021. And then COVID still managed to kick in and put a hold to that. Um, so, yeah, finally, finally ran the, my qualifying time at Melbourne Marathon in um, December 2021 and then registered for, for Boston in the, the following year. On the, like in the September of 2022 for this year's April run. So it's been, yeah, it's been a mega journey. Feel, it felt like, wow. like a really long time coming, really long time coming. And now you, that you've ticked it off, how do you feel about it? Um, it actually all felt pretty surreal. You know, I think... Um, there'd been so many ups and downs over the last few years on the journey to get there. It was, I think, even on race day, it still felt a bit unreal. It was still hard to believe that I was actually standing on that line, like about to run. Um, yeah, and I don't know. What was the crowd like when you're standing oh. on that line? The atmosphere is just a like it's just electric. It really is. It's it's very hard to put into words. Um, even like it was a really cold morning. It was raining. It was like it was gloomy as such. But just the crowd and the encouragement from people along the way was. It was just phenomenal. It's it was re- I found it really hard to put into words. It wasn't as early a start as what I thought that it may have been. The buses left from Boston Common. Um, there was like there's there was quite a big distance, a bit of time frame between each wave start. I think there was just so many runners that, you know, obviously everyone kind of start off at the same time. But yeah, just as we sort of headed it headed into those, um, I sort of got to half that halfway mark and there was a point where you hit the top of the hill and it's like, you, um, congratulations, you've reached the top of Heartbreak Hill. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. It was I, I was still moving. Um, yeah, it was just. And then they get to, they've got like an area, it's like a screen, they call it the screen tunnel. I, you could literally hear those people cheering and screaming. It felt like from kilometres away. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was, it was an amazing experience. Amazing. Did it feel like it took less time than a normal marathon? Because, you know, you, you, that period, that period where you're running along and you're just sort of grinding the gears for a while, but it sounds like there's there's so many distractions. Um, I don't know. I think I think when I started off, I was so I was so concerned about not going out too hard because uh, Sean had said on multiple occasions, like be conservative. You know, when you get to those Newton Hills, you need to still have you know, like you don't want to have smashed your quads before you get there. Um, I think I was actually probably, I definitely erred on the side of, of caution. I think by the time Good. I got there, I thought, oh, oh, hang on. I think I've made it. I think I'm here and I'm okay and I'm still moving. Um, I probably worked harder in the, in the second half of the marathon than what I actually did the first. Um, and I, surprisingly, I didn't have that. At the start line, I don't know, I felt I lacked, I probably lacked that real race mentality. Um, but you I weren't think, going out there to run a PB or anything? I, no, I think I just, I think I just opted for the take it all, soak it all in moment. Yeah. I don't know, I just, as I was running it, even though I real the left side of my brain was telling me I was running conservatively, the right side of my brain was like just taking it all in, thinking, wow, yeah. like you're here, you've made it, like take it all in. Yeah, it was, I don't know, I felt a slight, a slightly different sense of 
urgency than I normally would in a mar- in in an actual marathon event. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just. But, but I think been... it's something like that. You do need to savor the moment. I mean, what an epic journey to get there. And if you're not going to like stop and take it all in, you know, it'll just be gone in a flash. So, you know, you, you should like really appreciate the the massive effort it took to get to that start line yeah. is huge. Yeah. I think there had just been so many personal up and downs along the way. Um, I don't know. I think I just tackled it quite differently to what I normally would an, an actual like event as such you know normally in an event I would be like pushing to even if it's not a PB I'd still be like pushing that pace I've got to I've got to run fast I've got to do this you know um I think as I stood at the start line I probably just when I weighed everything up I actually probably just felt incredibly grateful to be there um yeah I felt incredibly grateful that um yeah, I was about to tick off a life goal that, yeah, that had taken me what I felt was many ups and downs to get there. Um, and as I was running, even like I'd had a couple of hiccups, I'd had a couple of bathroom stops in the first half and it didn't go so great in the first half. But even when it didn't go so great, um, there was never a moment there where I thought, oh, this this is not my best day or whatever, even though I knew I was probably not running at the sort of pace I would generally have pushed myself to, um, I was just loving the moment. I was just loving the fact that I was so lucky to, I felt so lucky to have been ticking that off. Um, And I think also it was Boss, it was the 10th anniversary of the Boston bombing this year. And I think that was actually a really special year to be running your first Boston Marathon. Um, there were lots of really Solomon special, just really, um, just really special moments where they had, you know, like tributes to the events of 10 years ago and, yeah, it was just a really nice feel. I don't. Know, it just the whole thing was just uh, just felt really lo- like just really lovely. Yeah, when we finished, people was like volunteers. Oh my god, there's so many volunteers there. Um, people were wrapping space blankets around us, and and people just I, I just felt people could not have done any more like spectators, volunteers, organisers. I just felt people could not have done any more to have ensured that people had a good running experience. Um, yeah, it was great, really great. It sounds like it was great to be just like steeped in nostalgia, steeped in history, that run. So you, oh. you're now part of that. Yeah, yeah. How did like it feel when you crossed ex- the line? Yeah. Oh, yeah. when I crossed the line, um. I was actually freezing cold when I crossed the line. <laughs> um, I just had like shorts and a singlet on. And when we started out, it was so cold. And I like, I literally waited until I started running to lose the layers of extra clothing that I had worn up to the start line. And then once that rain set in and it was quite heavy, I mean, once you're wet, you're wet, you know. It's, <laughs> and when yeah. you're moving, you don't notice it. You you think, well, I know I'm saturated and but I'm still moving, I'm okay. But when you stop, you get cold very quickly. Very, mm. very quickly. Um yeah, once I finished it was I know it, it it was a really strange feeling. I thought it was sort of like the culmination of that I've just achieved my dream. It wasn't quite the way I thought that it was going to be. And it certainly wasn't going to be, it certainly wasn't in the same, like, sense of urgency, I suppose, you could say, that I thought I would run it in. But it still felt amazing, you know. It was, but, um, yeah, I, I grabbed, like, a couple of space blankets. I, I put one <laughs> in and I'm like, mm, pretty sure this is not quite enough. That's not enough. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to go and grab another one. 
Um, but yeah, it was. It felt like an enormous relief when I crossed the finish line. Just not because I was struggling to cross the finish line. I actually ran like a good. Was really pleased with the second half of the run, but it was just. Yeah, it it felt like it was. Yeah, I ticked off that journey and. Um, yeah, I there there'd just been lots of ups and downs along the way. So it's like, yeah, how cool is this? I've crossed the finish line. I really wanted a finish time that started with a three. I did not want a four. <laughs> I was like, no, I cannot finish with a four. Um so I was super, I was super stoked that the finish time, at least whilst it was slower than what I may have anticipated I would have set out to run. I was still super stoked that it started with a three. So I was like, yep, tick, yep. Good. Yeah. Brought up really well. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know, I just feel that I've run lots of events in Australia and I think that crowd atmosphere, just the enthusiasm of people, just the tradition of the run. Uh, there were just so many elements that really put it so far above anything else I've done he- back here at home. Wow. Yeah, and I think also those big um, international ones, they are just, you know, I've heard other people about say about the atmosphere similar to New York um, you know, um, other London, you know, it's just the massive crowds that come out to cheer along. And we just don't really have that in Australia. Like, you know, we do have a big running community, but not like those massive international events. So I think, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing to, you know, experience that. Is that because people are proud of the event? Like, Melbourne, Melbourne running community is happy with their marathon, but the people of Melbourne probably don't care as much. Whereas Boston, I'm guessing, and and that might attribute to this, they're they're proud of the marathon. I mean, when you talk about the oh, the, the bombing, and the thing, on, that, yeah, yeah, and and also it it was on the Monday, which is their Patriots Day, so it was a big celebration yeah. anyway, yeah. and the marathon is just part of that so yeah I think that's why it's such a massive deal for them even walking from where I was from my accommodation to the train station to catch the train into Boston Common just walking there on my own like super early in the morning like strangers were coming like strangers would go past me and say oh congratulations well done have a great day enjoy your run you know i'm like oh my god it's like made it yet (laughs) i haven't even got on the train yet like i got to the train station and i'd already like pre-purchased my ticket for the train the day before because i like to be organized and i went to like tap my ticket on the little train thing and no there was this guy there He's like, oh no! He just came straight over. Oh no, no! You don't, don't be tapping your ticket to pay. Like here, he just opened the little, like his little security gate thing. Here, have a great day. Enjoy your run. I'm like, oh wow! Like, you know, it's it. It started from the moment from the moment I stepped foot out of my motel, my accommodation. I felt that people were people had already put me on a pedestal. And I hadn't even to run. <laughs> like people were like telling me, like, yeah, don't worry about a ticket for the train. Here, hop on. Like, have a great day. Just, I don't. I feel that people would not be back home. I've never experienced that in in a running event or environment ever. Yeah. Um, no, we have quite... to pay for public transport here. That's... Yeah, we do. I, I know. <laughs> and no one would ever say to you, "Don't worry about a ticket." Because Jump on for you're... free. Because you're running the Melbourne Marathon today and so that is a pretty epic thing to do and I don't feel you should pay for transport. (laughs) People just would not do that here. Um, But there there were just little things like that that all added to just the whole vibe of, 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 you know, being lucky enough to be in that situation that, yeah, hey, this is what I'm doing today. How awesome is this? 
I uh, saw. So can I ask? Because uh, I saw footage of people just sitting outside their house clapping on. Are the people like having barbecues and sitting on deck chairs, oh, with beers, and all that pe- kind of things? Just... People were look. People were literally everywhere. I don't think there was like a there was wasn't. It was really bad weather, and people did oh, say yeah. that had the weather been better, there would have even been like thousands more. But I felt even with the poor weather. I don't know, everywhere, every time I turned around, I felt like that there was someone right there, it, like cheering people on and encouraging people and, yeah. It's it, amazing. The, yeah. The crowd were, the spectators were amazing, just amazing. But yeah, And super. you went from that to, any sure. questions? Yeah, I was going to ask Stacey, did you have any more questions about Boston or did you want to no, well, take away to say, the amazing... Yeah, so- Within 13 days, you'd flown across the other side of the country, I think, and did the big stone marathon. Um, So how did you find that coming off Boston? I mean, we know that once we run a marathon, we have a quite a big recovery time after that and then slowly get back into it, whereas this was pretty much back-to-back marathons, which you obviously went in knowing that was going to be the case. Um, And you obviously pulled up well from Boston. Um, but, I mean, you do tend to pull up well after these events. Um, but still, I mean, even just travelling overseas is is massive as well and then running back-to-back marathons. How did you feel when you got to Big Sur? Um, I actually I pulled up very well from Boston, uh, very well. Um, and I think probably because... I'd had a great run at Boston, but I certainly hadn't pushed my body to the limits. I woke up the next day thinking, oh, wow, I feel amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and which I thought, oh, yay, yes, Whew. that's just as well. Um, and so, yeah, Big Sur, uh, we got to Monterey um, on the – Big Sur was on the Sunday and we got to Monterey on the Friday and is and that I wanted California? If, uh, is that when you say it's across? Yeah, country? yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's the complete um, other side. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we, we caught the bus to Monterey from San Fran Air, San Francisco Airport. And I wondered if I thought, oh, I wondered if maybe Friday, I probably would have preferred to have got there on the Thursday. Um, but I like to have a few days lead into a marathon. If I'm tra- if I'm traveling somewhere, but as it was, we we got there Friday morning, and I thought, oh, I was not sure, wasn't sure how I'd go with that, but but I felt good. Um, the the big big from big, the bus to the marathon took off from Big Sur, so we had like a bus pickup really early on the Sunday morning. We had to be our, our bus was leaving between three forty five and four a.m. on Sunday Ouch. morning. Yeah, so. It was literally, um, which is super early. Like I set the alarm for 2.15 and even that was, I thought, oh, I'll sneak in that extra 15 minutes or so. But, and I wondered how I would go with with that, like I love an early start, but, I mean, that's pretty crazy early. Um, but, no, I, I did well. By the time I got to the start, the start line, the buses had got us to the start line at Big Sur. The time went actually pretty quickly, but again, it was really cold, um, super cold. But we just, I had bought extra clothing at the um, op shops to just leave, discard, and leave at the start line. But I felt good when I, um, I had decided to do, to run, I had chatted to Sean and decided to opt for a, a more of a push for the Big Sur run than what I had for Boston. Um, and even though Big Sur was a much tougher run, it was, oh, they were two very different runs. But Historically, that, just to put that into context, Boston is a tough run because looking at the world majors, it's got, it seems to have a lot of hills. And you mentioned earlier Heartbreak Hill and Big Sur was even harder than that. Oh, so the elevation gain for Boston was, I think it was about 275 metre gain, and whereas the elevation gain for Big Sur 
was just under 600. Oh. Yeah. Massive so, difference. Yeah, massive difference. Massive. That sounds but, like a trial run. Uh, well, almost like a trail run, but on road. It was all <laughs> on road. Um, and the wind was inc- it was incredible. Oh, there were literally times where I was buffeted off my feet. Oh, no. Um, and on the way back, and it was interesting coming home on the way the day after the marathon, coming back on the bus back to San Francisco, one of the other runners that I was chatting to said mentioned that she'd heard it was the second windiest, windiest marathon event, Big Sur Marathon event. Um, which I probably don't doubt because at times I felt like I was literally standing still. I thought I'm not even, I don't think I'm moving here. Actually, I think I'm going backwards. Um, But that run was absolutely the toughest, most beautiful road marathon I will ever run in my life. It was just phenomenal. I loved it. So different to Boston on different levels, but oh, it was it was just stunning. The scenery was beautiful. Um, was it all by the coast? Is that where yeah. it goes? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And the road, um, so you had to stick to the we had to stick to the left side of the road, and there was quite a there was quite a heavy camber, like okay, yeah, very the heaviest I've ever run on. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Um, and at times I thought, oh, I don't reckon my hips are going to move tomorrow. Um, it, you really did notice it. But you would just, I would just look to the left and look back over the coast and think, oh my gosh, I can't believe how beautiful this is. Um, yeah. And I ran that, um, I think, almost four minutes faster than Boston. And yeah, it was it was a, an amazing run. I, I I definitely when I finished it, the moment I finished it was one of those runs where it was a bit like Queenstown the first time I ever ran it. The moment I crossed that finish line at Big Sur, I was like, "Oh, I'm coming back to do this again another day." Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was just as tough as it was. Um it was just spectacular. And and I always tell people, if you're only ever going to run my marathon, make sure it's Queenstown, that's the prettiest <laughs> marathon you'll ever run in your life, you know, and I've told you and I've told Stacey, you know. Um, but I think it's been replaced. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think I've replaced, like, if you're only, the, 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 if you're only ever going to run, run one marathon scenario, I think I've replaced it with Big Sur. Oh, that's a big call. It is a big call because it's a big call. I mean, Queens. I've run and- Queenstown, and um, yeah, it is a spectacular marathon. And I, as much as I didn't say that when I crossed the finish line, I do feel now that I would love to go back and yeah. do that one again. Um, although I didn't say that at the end, I think I was like, "And I'm done for marathons." But <laughs> I, know, I, I knew you wouldn't be. And- yeah, I knew um, you would want to go back to do it. Yeah, yeah. It I, maybe I'll come out of re- retirement but um so after all of that you're back settling in back at home and we now have less than two weeks until noosa and obviously the big question that all our followers want to know is have you registered for noosa <laughs> I, I, I have because yeah. this is how i ended up running the full marathon uh, at the uh, last I, minute yeah no i have registered um <laughs> well done have you <laughs> because I was actually standing I thought I had a moment where I thought oh my gosh what if it's sold out and I <laughs> and I have to run the whole marathon yeah so I'm very excited to say I have now I'm registered yeah I'm definitely going to be in it that's a that's really good news that's... nobody's got race bibs yet have we are they getting posted no. to us no, so no, um, I think we pick them up yeah, we're going to the expo on the Friday, Luke. We've got it all. Planned. Oh, we've got to get them there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go on the Thursday because I like to be a little bit more organised. <laughs> I'm not flying into the Friday, so that's yeah, as no. organised yeah. as I can be. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so in less than two weeks, uh, we've been talking about our training over the last couple of weeks. Um, and look, sometimes it's been pretty and sometimes it's been not so pretty. So there's been some up and downs with that. Um, we're all going to be pushing at Noosa, which is going to be cool um, in our own sort of capacity. So PBs or just a really fast time. Um, so that's going to be good. Um, but How do you I guess, feel on that for that? I'm do just you interested. have a target? Oh, yeah, we so, talked about that last week. Have um, you got a target time? Definitely. I'm definitely. It definitely won't be a PB push, but it, it'll be a push. Okay. Um, yeah, it'd be a push of some sort, but not an ultimate push. Because I, I know Boston and Big Seal were, were um, or were they almost a month ago now? Or no, they might only be um, a few, two, no, two, three weeks, three weeks. Yeah, um, I think it's two weeks since Big Sur. And how how, how do you um, feel? Do you feel you are fine? Uh... No, uh, look, I actually feel really good. Right. I feel really good. Um, but having said that, I think marathon training is quite different to even well, full marathon training is quite different to half marathon training. It's you're still pushing for a pace, you know, if you're setting a marathon goal, but you're not training to that same sort of level of push for a half marathon. I think you can just manage to push those paces so much more. Um, and I think I probably just want to see where I'm at. Happy to do like a medium, medium to sort of hard push just to see where I'm at now. But I don't know, I haven't got anything planned post Noosa. And I think probably I'll just tick off Noosa, um, enjoy it. You know, I read, I realized that when I booked on you, it was very close to coming back from Boston and Big Sur, but I'm never one to want to miss out on stuff. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to miss out on that holiday that anyone's having at Noosa, and <laughs> I, I don't feel like want to stay home. So when I first registered, I was like, oh, I can just keep it cruisy. I'll see how I feel. But I feel I feel well enough to have a bit of a push, but I know it definitely won't be anywhere near a PB. But I think I can still stretch the boundaries a little. But I've had easier training runs in the, than the both of you because I think because it's been your sole um, race focus. Yeah. yeah. Probably, but, I mean, you are coming off two marathons as well um, and there has to be a little bit of, yeah, recovery for the body, I guess, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A bit of recovery, but also but, that's um, a pretty good – those are some good long runs. you got you got some good yeah. training in for that. Yeah, yeah. For the yeah. half marathon, it's good, good training I, block. I ran 22K on Saturday, on Sunday, and I was like, oh, I thought, oh, this feels, yeah, I was like, oh, this feels pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So this week um, has been a tough week. Luke, I don't know about you. I feel like this is, was the last big push and hopefully things will start to taper off a little bit now with like just over a week and a half to go. Um, but, yeah, I found this week really hard and I um, didn't quite, tick off what I wanted to tick off it was I was a bit disappointed in my run on Sunday um but yeah I, I don't know it's um I feel a bit anxious with less than two weeks to go and that I should have been able to um to, not easily but um you know tick it off with uh with you know without that sort of um stress of not quite hitting the paces and, and all the rest of it but um you know, it is what it is and, I mean, you can only do what you're capable of doing. Um, so, yeah, I'm got a workout tomorrow that I um, I feel is do definitely doable. So I'm confident that, yeah, ticking that off will, will help, I guess, get mentally prepared for Noosa. Um, but, yeah, I ran a, a quite a big workout on Sunday, which was a 3K uh, run 800 meter floats times four um, and I got the first two lots of 3k in and I really started to struggle in the third and I really missed most of the paces in the fourth but
But like we talked about um, a few weeks ago, I I did have watch regret at it because I had, I did pause a couple of times. Um, but I really continued just to push as hard as I could, even though I was you know 10, 15 seconds off the pace. I was still trying to put in as much effort as I could, hoping that that would you know that 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 would help. And I mean that that I mean if there's nothing there, there's nothing there. You know. Um, I tried to gather everything I could and just push through, but you know, three k is is a long way at you know at a at a fast pace. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a struggle. But um, and when I got, when I got to the end, our protocol is that we normally do a two um, k, not two k, a fifteen minute cool down sort of slow jog. I just walked around the lake. I had nothing left. I couldn't even shuffle. I was just absolutely shattered it was mother's day people were out walking their dogs and walking their mums and I was slogging it around the lake people were like looking at me with feeling sorry for me like why is this woman she looks so distressed I was so focused um and it was a beautiful day and the sun was shining and all the ducks were out and it it was brutal but uh, I I ticked it off and I am pleased that I didn't just give up and I really did push through to the end but um you know it, it wasn't easy that was probably my toughest run um this week Luke how about you did you have uh, a long run on Sunday I was supposed to yeah um can I just ask <laughs> though well mm. I've heard I've heard marathon runners of the past when they didn't have watches they'll just run to effort and if you if you maintain the effort that you could put in, even if it was a little bit off time, at least you're you're pushing, and that's a, that's a good thing. But I'm I'm confused. Yeah. I'm confused by this notion of pausing your watch. Oh, because in the middle of a workout, you shouldn't pause. You need to keep going. You should be run, doing the whole workout. And so, yeah, I had to pause and and that and take count. ten seconds. No, that doesn't count. It totally counts, Luke. No, you've, yeah. you've, you've stopped the workout. That's, no, but it doesn't a, matter. The workout is supposed to be. Are you start saying to if finish, it doesn't no appear stops. on Strava, it doesn't count? It, it can't. It, no, you. That's cheating. No, so no, I know. I, that's what I'm saying. I paused my watch and then I regretted it because I thought I can't go on. Um, but no, I need to find something. And yeah, so. I paused, stopped, took 10 seconds, pushed on. But then you regret the fact that you paused to stop because you've given yourself that 10 seconds for your heart rate to. I'm, I'm not, I'm not upset that you, 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 you pause. I'm just upset oh, that you, you, you stopped the, that you stopped the watch to try and hide it. Oh no, I wasn't <laughs> trying to hide it. No, I wasn't trying to hide it. You can see that I stopped my watch. That's, um, that's the thing with these apps. There's, you can't hide anything. Um, Sean can see everything um, so yeah it's no I wasn't trying to hide it at all but I I'm disappointed in myself because I I I really wanted to push through I really wanted to get that one done um, and I really did try my hardest and it was brutal um, but you know that's uh that's it isn't it it's yeah. just yeah no hey, if you put if you put in and you put in the effort I think that that counts um yeah you asked me about how i ran i was supposed to do 28k long run on sunday and i got through 15 of it and just went enough's enough and uh i was feeling really heavy in the legs and i just thought i can i'm mentally or physically going to do more harm than good right now so mm. i just pulled the pin on it i'd had um i've been feeling quite run down lately and I've got a blood test result. I did took had a blood test during the week, and I get the results tomorrow. And I've been told that can be a tele tele health uh, appointment. Appointment. So I'm assuming they're not going to tell me anything major is wrong, is <laughs> <laughs> unless I've got something nah. horribly infectious, and they don't want me inside the uh, and they don't want you center. to come in. Yeah. Um, it. It's, it's probably, and I'm, I'm tracing back, I've realized that there's a few things that have changed in my life in the last month, two months, and uh, un unconsciously diet, because I used to um, 
I used to cook most of the meals for myself, which and they had a lot of uh, uh, the carbs featured, rice and pastas and things like that. But I've been uh, living at home and mum wants to cook and she's cooking a lot of steamed vegetables. And even if you eat more, there's not a lot of carbs in steamed vegetables. So looking back, there's that sort of thing. And there's been working, you know, early morning, late night kind of stuff and just not sleeping much and not diet correctly. And the last two, 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 three days. And it really came through because um, I got uh, given an app to, to check how much food I'm having compared to how much I should be having based on yeah. the amount of exercise I'm doing and the goals and things like that. And I was about 2000 calories short. Yeah. Which you just, you know, you've got to fuel your body if you're going to, yeah. you know, do that much exercise. So, yeah. um, well, let's see uh, how, what you're, hopefully it's just oh. like an iron thing that you can supplement. I don't, I don't think it's going to be iron either. Change I, your I, 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 diet. Last, yeah. Last, last three days I've really focused on, um, eating a lot more protein and carbs and eat, um, sleeping a bit better. And I did 10K this morning, like it was rolling out of bed. It was fine. So I think it, the correcting diet is, um, is the main thing. You forget, you gotta, you gotta, you get, you're using all the fuel for, not sitting at a desk <laughs> you yeah do something yeah and you really do it's so important um but we do yeah. have a couple of answers to come back this week so you did put in our group chat last week about um whether it was a good idea or not to have a flu shot and i pretty much the oh, answer yeah. uh to that was pretty much no don't do anything before the race week including you know, trying new foods, um, trying new medication, uh, having a flu shot, donating blood. Um, don't do any of those things the week before an, an event. Um, don't Let wear new cry. clothes. Don't try. Yep, just yeah. stick. Some of the guys even suggested that you shouldn't be doing any lawn mowing, um, housework, uh, anything, in fact. But I think that was a little extreme. But, yeah, the answer to that question was don't get your flu shot next week, Luke. Oh, yeah, Push I'll, it out. I'll try and get it tomorrow, actually. Um, yeah, um, or maybe push it out until after Noosa. Yeah, we'll see. You'll see what I can fit into the time zone. Maybe after. Maybe that will work. Yeah. I think after would be a better option. All right. And the other question yeah. that we posed um, this week, which was an interesting one, was um, so we talked about the fact that uh, about how you um, store your shoes. So um I keep mine in the box um and I run in them and then I let them air out of it and then I put them back in the box and I stack them all on the shelf and I thought that everybody did that but no. it turns out they don't um and it was quite quite an interesting conversation in our group this week because um while Jared does store his runners in a box, it's a big box and they're all neatly lined up in there. So, you know, I feel like maybe potentially that's that's that doesn't one count. Box. No, that doesn't count. Who gives no, a crap boxes and not individual running shoe boxes? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, no, I feel like I, sh I could take that one. I, um, I, no. no that, even if you took that one, you'd be voting, what, three to six? Okay, well, anyway, <laughs> I did think that um, I had, like, a couple of people there. I was sure Craig would be a, a shoebox, but no. Um, apparently, they most of the guys keep them in uh, the box while they're new, and then once they start wearing them, they go in the shoe rack or in the pile of shoes. So I stand corrected. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Did you hear what still... shoes I bought during the week? Oh, yes, yes. So Luke was purchasing new shoes. Annette had no idea what he was getting, no idea what he was going to try on, just going to go to the shop and, and see. So oh what my happened God. at the shop? Well, you sound concerned by that, Annette. <laughs> yeah, I would never go to a running 
store, shoe store, without having a very clear idea in my head as to what I was going, looking to purchase. Really? Never. Why? No, never. Because, uh, like, have you not, like, have you read the reviews? You know, have you done your homework on them? If you're paying three or $400 for a pair of runners, you really should be doing your, your homework. But that's what the store staff are for. No, because they're, just, they're there to just sell you whatever's going to make them the most money for the week. But it's, just... it's a big out. Buying a new pair of runners is a big investment. It's a big outlay of money and you, it's, you just need to get it right. So before I step into a store to buy a pair of shoes, I've already read like a schoolian reviews. Um, I've done my homework. Um, yeah, I'm crazy. I can't understand that at all because no. I walked in there and said, "I want shoes that will fit my feet. I don't want reviews. I want shoes that are going to." But what if you? What if you? They sold you a pair of shoes and you had one run in them and you didn't like them. And then yeah, but how, what, if, what if what if you walk in there to buy a pair of shoes and you have no ones in, in them and you, you, you they what if they feel terrible in your foot? Yeah, but we when we buy shoes online, we usually know and we usually have had that shoe before. Yeah, and, but yeah, not, yeah but know. you yeah, that's that's fair. But you're not buying them online if you haven't worn them before. And but we wouldn't no. go into I wouldn't go into a store. I pretty much just have my style favorites now um and don't really and then from a couple of across a different a couple of few couple of different brands but i probably don't really deviate from my brands and styles of, of runners now oh yeah I'm well, more like i'm just a bit OCD. hey luke what happened when oh well i i walked in there and said i need uh, a pair of shoes and um, I said I just want shoes that will fit fit with my foot well I don't have a plan of exactly what kind of shoe I want prior to feel to that they measured up my feet at the running company they measured up my foot size they looked at my running gait and they brought back four boxes of shoes and said these are the ones that will fit for your style of running and your uh, foot structure and I've always done that, and I don't know if that's associated to the fact that I've never lost a toenail or anything, but they've come in, said, these these are the shoes that will fit the type of uh, foot that you have for your um, the, the way you, you plant on the ground and all that kind of stuff. And then I've, I've, I've uh, tried them all on, and the Sirconis felt a lot better to, to put on and wear and stand the move, move in than the... New Balance, so we, so we focused on the Sikonis, and the two I tried were the Sikoni Endorphin Speed 3s and the Sikoni Pros. Yeah. Did, you go uh, the, did you go the Pro? I went the Pro. Yeah. And the, the main reason for that, and I said this to, to the lady afterwards, I said, the thing is, if this, if this shoe, like the Speed feel like like they're saying to me take me anywhere i'll go with you let's let's move along you, you want to walk we can walk you want to go fast yeah. we can go fast whatever there, there's this really comfortable good well-built shoes that will adhere to what you want to do in them the pros felt like if you're not running i'm disappointed yeah <laughs> and, yeah and, and it, it was it was part of the i, I mentioned to her um, the, the way it felt was also the whole design of them. Then they're slightly annoying to walk in, but as soon as you start, so I, I ran a little bit just to 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 wear them, just to get the feel for them, and they felt so good running. They just felt like, and obviously they're built to do that. They're not built for walking, but right. it was that it was that mental feeling. And the New Balances both felt good for running in. They just didn't quite bit nicely yeah. on my foot they just you know um and she she sort of really wanted me to buy, to buy the new balances and i was like yeah she was like just give them another go and i was like no they just don't they just don't really 
fit. The back of the heel just doesn't yeah, quite fit. Yeah, I love the, the pro. Arch doesn't really fit. So I just went yeah. with Zaccone. And the pro was just, ah, creme yeah, creme. We're, we're big pro fans, yeah. Uh, I have the pros and the speeds. I think, Annette, you've got the um, Canavas as well, haven't you, I think? Uh, yeah, yeah. What's a um, Just a different type of shoe in that another Sacconi shoe but not carbon plated or yeah my so when I ran that first marathon time trial at Albert Park when Gold Coast didn't happen um the very first year with Sean I ran in the endorphin pros and I that it was you know that old don't try anything new on race day I literally had only run about 10, k- 10 kilometres in them and I thought, oh, I'm going to give them a go because they feel amazing and they they were amazing. Like, they were- yeah. yeah. I felt like I was Tigger. I was, like, <laughs> bouncing yeah. the whole way. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, immediately that- wanted to bounce and roll. And yeah. Like- yeah. Yeah, no, they were, they were a great yeah. shoe. That's a great them. outlook. Luke. We're so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what you get when you when you just sort of I put was your hand faith in the shoe company. Yeah. Right? The running company it was. That was That's in um South Yarra. Great outcome. And what colour are they, most importantly? <laughs> they were also the pair that had the most colour. And I think eye candy wise for me i was like oh look at the not nice bit of white nice bit of uh fluo orange bit of blue in there ah oh, just it's just it's just pops and the, the you, other ones were a bit black or just white and i was just like ah oh, these these look like they're they're a bit glarish they're a little bit bit boring huh? bit boring the plain white oh the, yeah no that was new balance we're, we're just plain plain white and the no, but these um, pros are uh, are colourful. So uh, yeah. we're presuming they're your Noosa shoe. Noosa shoe, Berlin shoe. Right. So. So after um, Noosa, will you put them away to save the kilometres in and though? No, I'll I'll pull them out for. Um, I think there's going to be a couple of road races in between, but I'll probably try and I'll, I'll you know I'll, I'll track the mileage and I'll keep them under. Somewhere around the before the fifty k mark, before I hit Berlin. So yeah. I might not, I might only so there will be twenty something at, at Noosa, and then there will be maybe another fifteen twenty five, depending on what race. Um, yeah. What, what race I might do in between Noosa and Berlin, and then strap them back Good on. Good idea. Yeah. That's the plan. Um. Should we quickly talk about um park run before we wrap up? Oh uh, yeah, well, well we'll be real quick because we should wrap up. Um, yeah. Uh, what did you want to say about parkrun? Go. Oh, well, I went to um a new parkrun this week. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. Um, it was about Moringle Parkrun. Pardon? That was your most recent. Thirteenth of the fifth, you went to a Ringle Parklands Parkrun. That's the one I went to. I've never been there before. It was really pretty. Yes, it, it a, is. It was a little bit undulating. Um, yes. I bumped someone I knew. That's always interesting. It's like, oh, I didn't know you were going to be here. But, yeah, we bumped into someone we I knew. Um, I ran with Beck, um, and it was a little bit undulating. Um, I was trying to help her sort of keep on track to a certain pace, um, which was a challenge because it was um, – you know, you know, there were a few sort of inclines and and um, downhills. There's a bit of mud around there too. There's a little bit off track. It was a little bit muddy, um, but it was really pretty. It was it really is. nice. It was um, well over two hundred people. Like the people just oh. kept up. It was massive. Um, way more people than I um, expected when we first got there. We were like went for a little warm up and. You know, we thought, oh, yeah, it's a pretty good turnout. And then the people just kept turning up and turning up. And it was their hundredth event. It um, was, yes. Yeah, it was their number 100. So the theme was for people to wear their 
black park run t-shirts, the 100 t-shirts, or just black if you didn't have one of those. So it was, um, you know, people all wore black and there was lots of um, excited dogs and, yeah, well over 200 people running. So, yeah, so that was my park run this week. My park run was Torquay and I had just a small workout to do. Uh, when they get a pretty good t turnout each week, probably about 150 each week. And obviously in that holiday season, anywhere up to like 300, 350. So, yeah, just a regular little turnout. Yeah, my park run was good. Weather was nice, not not too much wind. So, yeah. And, and you had to do a workout at your park run too. I know. Although I, I was actually excited about that. I was doing um, 10 times 300 on and 200 off. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. I like that workout. And I think park run is a great chance to do like a little workout like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really super liked it. I was like, oh, because often I do park run just at an easy pace because I'm long running on the Sunday. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, it was nice to actually have just that little mini push you know, I thought, oh, yep, 300 on. I was like, oh, oh, that's finished. Oh, okay, better back off now for 200. But, um, yeah, it's a nice – Torquay Park Run is a, a gorgeous uh, park run. It's, you know, you've, you've got the water view. It's just it's just a really nice feel. People are lovely, super friendly, definitely, definitely one to put on the list. It's on our list to come and do. Um, I have a park run push this coming weekend, so I need to find somewhere – flat and fast well i have a park run push as well i'm going to i'm going to attempt mine at princess park oh i might meet you there <laughs> yeah well I'll, definitely because it's pretty flat there so um they get a lot of people there but it's it's definitely a a flat course um you know where you can sort of push yourself a bit yeah. push the pace yeah good and luke what did park run did you do this week I did Port Arlington. Uh, so I went to visit some friends down in, um, they were technically in Drysdale. Went and watched Eurovision. It was a great night out and, um, and, and very early morning as well, which impacted my sleep. So that's all my fault. Um, and uh, yeah, Port Arlington Park Run is just an out and back uh, from Port Arlington, basically near the boat ramp, near the, um, where the ferry lands not far from there, down and out. And it's you just overlook the bay as you run along. Oh, that'd bad. be nice. Yeah. All right. Pretty, pretty we'll put it on the list. Yeah. Got so many, Annette, on the list. Okay, I'm going to go through my little alphabet list and see which letters I need to fill in. Yeah. I need yeah. to come long to get the e yes yeah so yeah. yeah definitely we'll have a look at that in the next couple of weeks yeah yeah no that'd be good yeah exciting times so uh next week we'll have less than a week to noosa so we'll hopefully be winding down and um start starting to taper um planning nutrition for the run and um the lead up so that'll be exciting what are we going to wear for the run we probably should work that out what shoes are we well we know what shoes luke's wearing um he's got his brand new sacconi pros uh threes um i am thinking about wearing the alpha flies mm, i'm not sure um, the jury's a, a little bit out on my shoes let's ponder can talk about yeah. it. I'll can... have to think about it and we can chat next week. Yeah. Yeah. Next week? All yeah. right, guys. I'll speak to you next week. All Good right. See you, Luke. Have a great week. Bye-bye. See ya. Hi. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Park Run Life. This is the outro where I tell you that you can get in contact via Park one life at gmail.com or you can contact me directly on social media 
at Luke Morris. Ha! That's L-U-K-E-M-O-R-R-I-S-H-A. That's pretty much all I have to say. Have a good one. Thank you, Blue, for the music. Please don't sue.